Shut up and sit down. Wake up, buddy. It's been a full seven days. It has. It's been a while. You're going to be racing against the clock to put this one out. I know, for real. I'm Harry. I'm Bill. Two guys, one mic. Episode two. Week two. We made it this uh, far. For the returning listeners, welcome back. Glad you guys guys made it back and didn't quit out on us after 40 minutes. And uh, for the the new folks out there, welcome. Welcome aboard. We're happy to have you. Very happy to have you. So, um... It's been a long week. Lots been going on, especially in Boston with uh, a lot of Red Sox, Patriots action. We'll get into all that. But um, where do you want to start out here, Bill? A little recap. Episode one dropped, well, relatively successful. Yeah, let's 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 back it up here and just start out with the episode one recap. So we dropped episode one last Monday at seven. Every Monday at seven, we'll be here. But um, we were expecting. We were expecting nothing crazy. We were expecting less than 100 plays. I think we said we wanted 10 comments, 10 likes, yeah, 10 triple plays, double. trip dub. Ended up ended up doing some big numbers. We we got 563 yep. plays right now, so that's over five times what we were looking for. Another crazy, little crazy stat here. 7.1% of our audience is coming out of California right now. We got a 3,000-mile reach. We're going ac- across the country, literally across the country. We're like halfway to China right now. Someone tell Kim Jong Un we're we're making our way over there. I might need to sit down and have an interview with him if uh, if Trump can't get it done. They've been making some progress though, so maybe maybe we'll see how that plays out. But we also we got a five star rating right now. We got like six different ratings. We got one comment on uh, on Apple Podcasts. Okay. Matty G, shout out shout out the guy Matty G. Shout out Matty G. He said we're going viral. I just want to say you know shit. what I want to give a five star rating to Matty G. Matty G gets a five star rating. Got a boy too. Matt. He, the kid, he's got a good head on his shoulders, I'll tell you. Love to see it. Anyways, so we do have two social media accounts for the podcast. We didn't really do a good job marketing those. Three, technically. Well, technically we have three, but we're really only mar- like using two of them right now. We do have a Snapchat also. But Instagram and Twitter are what we're focused on right now, um, primarily Instagram. If you guys want to go follow that account, two guys, one Mike Pod, the number two and the number one great content there i know you guys probably don't get enough of us and want to see us more than once a week at seven so uh go follow that and you can you can see our ugly faces what are we at the internet what are we at on instagram we got 34 followers right now on the gram 11 on twitter but we also said and uh, obviously if you don't follow the gram you wouldn't have heard this announcement because it was an instagram exclusive but once we hit 100 like it was on twitter too yeah it it was on twitter it was twitter also but um once we hit 100 followers on instagram guys we got some big news Big news, you guys want to hear it. The only way to hear it is to run the numbers up. All right, that's the only way. We're not we're not dropping the news until you get that account to 100 followers. Not a great ratio of plays to followers. That's what I will say. Yeah, let's get those numbers up. We're getting we're getting in your ears, but we're not getting in front of your eyes, guys. Exactly. We want to be in front of your eyes and we your ears. We want to be we want to be in your brain. We want to be be so deeply embedded in your brain that you start thinking like we do. You start talking like we do. You can't get enough of us. That's what Sauce I'm the follow, boys. For. Sauce the follow. It's not hard. It, yeah, it's really you're not just, difficult. You're clicking how many, buttons. Like, how many people are you following anyway? On, just and, add one more. And I've had some people say they don't want to screw up their ratio. Enough of the ratio shit. 
Like, who cares how many people you're following and how many people are following you? If you're worried about that stuff in 2019, you get your own problems. I got a nice ratio on Twitter because no one uses Twitter anymore. So I've on, I try to make sure I have, I'm only following 69 people. But since no one uses it anymore, I don't really lose followers all that much. So I got a good ratio there. My Instagram was like even. I don't even People know what my numbers Instagram are. Though, I, dude, I literally, I just don't care about my number. I care about the numbers you, on the podcast, not my, not my personal account. Well, yeah, but that's because you deleted it and made a new one. What? Instagram. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, that's part of the reason. If I cared about my numbers, I never would have deleted my yeah. account. All right. I just deleted. Well, originally I wanted to get off Instagram altogether. I'm one of those Couldn't guys. Who, I'm one of the guys who's the hypocrite who like says social media is toxic, but then still engages in it. Not you're on it 24 seven. Exactly. Bro. But like I, it's weird because like, I know it's bad, but I still do it. Like you know what I mean? Like I know that stuff's all fake. You got like the Photoshop picture. It's just like expectations versus reality. And when you start looking at like a supermodel like yeah, all day, fuck, yeah. like then you go see girls in real mm-hmm. life, and like they're not supermodels. It's not even real. But those girls aren't even real. The, like, and maybe they are real, but they're not. Not even Photoshop. But they like get implants, stuff like that. You see the girl that's dropped like three hundred k on her ass. Like she makes stupid hey, if money. You, like, if you got the money, like I'm all know, for if you it. Got the money. Like, I'm all for I get, it. Like, I'm, there's nothing like I drop money on my ass, like to be an inst- Instagram model. But I mean, literally, like it's a craze, bro. I went to uh, out to dinner the other day for my grandmother's birthday, and there was like a wedding or something. And I don't know if they were part of the wedding. They might have just been on the beach. And this girl, like you know, she's taking a picture for Instagram because she's like just she straight Posing cheeks some, out, yeah. like the best is when like suit, you got the boyfriend like, yeah, make, like doing like the angles yeah, or something that, or a friend. Like, but it's like one of those videos you see on Twitter. It's like this girl just wants her ass on Instagram. Like she's trying to run up the numbers. Where it's like, honey, like, how many, get fo- it, you got how, nice how many ass, followers like, do you need to be an influencer nowadays? Because I see a lot of people with like a thousand followers like, and it says like social media influencer. I'd say like you need at least 10K. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You need it so it has the K on the number of followers. Yeah, if you don't got the K, then you don't. You're not an influencer. Then you don't got the. Who the fuck are you influencing? You don't got the play. Like. All right, yeah. We need to get our, our plays in the Ks and then we'll We're not, be like. We are like low key influencers. Getting sponsored with some J's maybe. <laughs> All right, keep going. Okay, but yeah. No, keep going. I don't want to get hazed. All right. But I'm not a rapper. No. Anyways, speaking of rappers, um, Lil Mo, like the XXL, like it's the biggest thing in rap every year, the XXL, like freshman list, whatever, um, just came out. Lil Mosey just... 100% jacked Kodak Black. You know, you've ever heard no Kodak idea what Black. you're talking about. I don't right. know who Kodak Black is, I don't, but put I don't know what you're talking Lil about. Lil Mosey took a big L. We'll leave it at that. Okay. But uh, the baby killed the freestyle. Listen to that. All right. Anyways, that's enough Word. of that. Bill doesn't like it's to talk about hip hop, but that's the rap. Minute. I just don't know what it. I don't listen to that. It's not. I don't like to talk about right. it. No, I don't I know it. enough to talk about it. You're a country it. guy. You like you like the dudes strumming the acoustics, talking about and packing, the ladies packing lips and. Wearing Timberland boots and driving trucks. Yep, driving tractors. I out love on the that farm. stuff. I love that stuff. It's like, do we do we talk about tractors, trailers, farms, or do we talk about like sipping lean and like doing drugs? Like those are the two to each genres. his own. Hey, to each his own. You know, everyone's got their uh, their cup of tea that they like to sip on. But we'll we'll move on here into uh, the first segment of the week, a little football talk. So. Camp started last week. I was at the first day of camp. Where were you? Work, painting, making a living. 
I was doing some work. On we're my, going this week, though. I'll be there. We're going Wednesday, so Wednesday morning we'll be at camp. If you guys are following the Instagram, then you'll be able to see some live we'll action. We'll be live. We actually we'll had be live. day one at practice. We had live footage of um of Danny Etling catching balls. Yeah. Brady out there slinging the rock. So anyone who was following, hopefully IG, Brady's practicing. He had a day off. Hopefully they don't. Oh, give him let me tell you off. about Brady. The fr- so um when I went on Thursday. You know Brady, like he's like yeah, alleg- allegedly he's like all about like the program and he doesn't get distracted and he's he's a hundred percent honed into the football. But like, first of all, the practice stadium was packed. The bleachers like full. Like people are sitting on yeah. the hill. Like it's packed. It's like, like is it one of those things? Ten that, times of a high school. Like football you guys game. weren't sitting in the bleachers. It was though, like right? a Texas high school football game. You weren't sitting in the bleachers. No, though, no, right? we sat on is the. Is it hill. one of those things though? If like you leave. And you come back, your seats are gone, and if people like respect, I don't know. Like, I think people, once you post it up, what uh, on the hill where we yeah. were, like, so I went with Mike, and like when one of us would get up to like go get a water or something, the other one would stay Same, there. But yeah. I think if we both got up, seats would have got jacked. Yeah, all right. Like you're down in you're down in Foxborough yeah. with a bunch of well, Pats what, fans. Yeah, there was a couple. The best part about it was we got up at like six a.m. and drove down there, dude. There was people like tailgating, yeah. practice, oh, like, yeah. in wrestling suits, face painted, like hammered and screaming was, and it's like 7 a.m yeah, and it was it was also like really hot out that day too i saw people fully so dressed hot. up like so hot people it, go hard i i, I was miserable honestly Respected, about though. an hour and a half in i was i was kind of miserable sitting there i was like all right like they don't even have pads on like they're kind of walking through it it was cool to see like it definitely got old like the as, practice isn't all that long though is it, it it's was, just because it the day is long it, i feel yeah. like the practice is like two hours max but it's probably less it's just because you're there it's you woke up at 6.30 or you got there at 6.30? We woke up at 6. I think we left at like 6.20 or something. But anyways, what I was saying about Brady was he was a lot of people there. I would have expected him to be a lot more engaged in like the practice and being like hard-o Tom Brady football guy. He was like waving to fans, like hyping people up. like And like he was throwing dimes. He was throwing dimes. And like well, it he, was day he, one. Dude, he th- like yeah, and no one has pads on. He would be throwing like the simplest like routes. Like it, it's just like a no one's in pads, no pressure, nothing. And like people were going nuts. Like I don't get how this guy has like it's Tom. It's, it's insane. It's Tom. It's Tom. Tom you get versus, to watch Tom Brady throw a football. We're That's watching like, Tom versus Time live. People are saying it could be his last year. I'm saying he's got two left. Yeah, at least. But he, but he is. Uh, he doesn't have a contract, so interesting. Stay tuned to that. The other thing that's interesting is what's up with Belichick's contract. He's got like the most mysterious yeah, contract in sports. He really does. Like no one knows. No one knows no one, how long yeah, how, he's there or what how much he's he making. Makes. He's just kind of like. He, he just kind of just shows up and does his job. But um, another huge takeaway, something that I, I I like didn't really appreciate till I saw it in person. Nikhil Harry is a body. That guy is a linebacker playing receiver. The, the other cool thing was him and Brady were like just everyone on the team was on one field and then they were on the other field just like throwing alone. It was pretty cool to see. He's going to be – I don't really know much about him in college, but from the stuff I saw, it looked like he was just kind of down the field, like throw it up, jump ball, go up and grab it. Like but some if, Mike Evans If he type. can turn into like a possession guy, like a guy they've really never had, that would be huge. Huge for Tom. I think – it's it, it's interesting because we lose we're losing Gronk, and like I mean we picked up Lance Kendricks, but like we really don't have a big body receiver. End. Yeah. So like he's gonna they're gonna have to rely on him to make some big catches in the red zone. Yeah. But um, Gunner O, 
Gunnero, he's a fan favorite. He was out there doing his job, and you could tell that he's like he knows he's like a no namer. But like, if you watched him, like, because I was just like trying to pick up on like subtle things that people might not have noticed, and like he was talking a lot to Brady, like almost too much, and it looked like Brady was maybe getting annoyed. But like, I don't know, like. I like Gunner. I think he's a sleeper. If he makes the team, I think he's going to have one of those big random plays. That's he's like, going to have like a huge preseason play. I bet. Yeah, something like he's going to get so much gonna hype hear, around him. We're like, going to hear about Gunner O in the future. Is he big or small? He's small. He's small. So he's a slot guy. Yeah. They got a lot of slot guy. Like, but you can tell he's out there grinding, yeah. like well, he working. Has to. Yeah, because I mean, he's like, how are, he's he's, he's fighting one of the shorter for a spot. guys on the team. He's white, but. He's grinding. Like he's he's the Rudy. I'd say he's the Rudy of this preseason team right now. I don't know. I, like, I wasn't there. I like Gunnar O. Um, Gerard Mayo coaching. That was cool to see. He had the headset on. A lot of a uh, lot of speculation there where where his coaching career is going to go. I, I've been saying I think he'll end up being a D coordinator. Hot take. Real hot take. Tell us more. Why do you think he's going to be a D coordinator? Well, I think. Well, first of all, I think him and Belichick have a great relationship. I think Belichick trusts him, and I think the fact that he played for Belichick will only boost his ability to coach for Belichick. I think that they they already have a, a relationship that probably has gone through ups and downs, and I think that that'll definitely benefit him in the eyes of Bill. I think he has respect from the players on the field since he, I mean, he was out there leading that team, and I think that those guys want to play for him. They're going to listen to him. They know he knows what it takes. And I don't know. I think it's a great fit for him in New England just because of his history here. But I think that down the line – and I think a lot of it probably also hinges on how well the team does. Like, because, I mean, we just kind of expect greatness from the Patriots every year. But, like, one of these years down the next, like, five, ten years, they're going to they're gonna suck at some point. I don't know when it's going to be, but – if it happened to be this year, I don't think it's going to be this year. I think they're no, going back to the year. playoffs. If but look, if, if it, it was, I think then he loses like that. Who? Gerard, Gerard Mayo. Mayo. Then like maybe you kind of question his ability. I mean, I think it's one of those things that they never really have like a defensive coordinator. It might have been Greg Schiano this year. Obviously, that didn't work out. It was Matt Patricia. But I mean, they really don't give people the title, but they give them the responsibility. Like Brian Flores was calling the plays last year but he wasn't really the right. defensive coordinator and that's so, what i'm saying like his relationship with bill no, i think they'll definitely give him some responsibilities play calling wise as the season him. goes on but at the end of the day like bill belichick still runs the defense in my mind that's how right. it's always I think been bill belichick coordinates the offense and defense and kind of just like no yeah but i mean he's the brains he's of the a, whole he's a head coach but i mean he's I never thought of it i was never worried about if losing people on defense just because he gets the final say but if you look at their defense on paper this year, they're absolutely stacked. I think it's big to have Mayo in there for leadership just because they do have the the young guys, but they also bring back Jamie Collins. Right, and you know Gerard and Jamie already have a, like yeah. a good relationship. So, I, And I, I wonder, do you know anything about Jamie Collins' relationship with like Belichick and the staff? I don't think it's great. Well, I think it's – yeah, but I think the fact that he came back kind of shows that it, the, it yeah. got better at the very least. Right, that it got better with him, but did it get better with Bill? Because when I look at that, that was his choice. That, and I mean, obviously it's Bill's choice too to let him back on the team. But like, when you, he's talented enough that like anyone's probably gonna want Jamie Collins playing defense for them in the National Football League. But like, do you think Bill still thinks he's like 
lazy, like runs around and does whatever uh, he, he wants. I don't think you would have signed him. You would not have signed him if that's why. So you think Jamie Collins grew in Cleveland? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. He yeah. got paid. He figured like he figured like because the guy's a freak athlete. No matter beast, what, yeah. like he's he's got all. I the was tangibles. I was upset that they got rid of him because to me on defense it was a the throwaway talent. trade too. Yeah. We could have got way more. That's why. But Belichick like, part was of it was sent. Yeah, part of it was I think a punishment to send him to yeah. Cleveland. Yeah, he sent so, him to Cleveland. But it's Cleveland fun. turned out to be not that bad. But I mean, the first couple of years that he was there, it they was, were terrible. It was tough, yeah. Like he was Until on an own sixteen in, team, yeah. like, but the fact that he comes back kind of shows like where he's at, what he values. I think he wants another ring. I think they'll get it. They're pretty deep at linebacker. They got they're like five deep really, and Jamie Collins is versatile. High towers versatile, so you can move guys around. Um, I mean, I think that they're going to be very good this year. Their defense honestly might be better than their offense, like throughout, on average throughout the entire season. Just because they're so deep, like looking at them on paper, looking at their depth chart, you really don't know. Like, there's gonna be some surprise cuts this year of some like pretty talented guys that will get scooped up immediately just because we got they have a lot so of running backs. I'm just saying defense, but yeah, running backs got they're like five deep, really. I don't know what's gonna happen with that because, and I'm I'm interested to see how how Sony Michelle yeah. bounces back. I said he was looking he was looking good. He looks like like he's in shape. I mean, his left leg was looking a little like like smaller than his mm-hmm. right leg but he 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 looks like he's in shape he wasn't really doing much he was kind of just standing around but like he definitely looks like he should be ready to go hopefully i, I just i don't understand why they drafted that kid um well i think he, it like let's say sony michelle isn't ready to start the season so they put him on whatever one of the lists that you get like right but six you, weeks you on rex burkhead james white um yeah but james white's just third down Brandon i mean Bolden. james white to me, like their top running back, their top running back threat is James White. Like he's automatically there. Bolden's there, but he's there for special teams. Do you think James White's just a threat because of the passing attack? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's on the ground. He's going to be huge this year. He can still run the ball, but he's primarily he's primarily the third down running row. back. I, yeah. I don't know. I I hope so. I hope Sony Michelle comes back and he. Like lights it up. No, I do too. I think he will. I think he's they our, leaned on I him last year. Top, I, think, I think he's our top running. He was back. a first round pick. That's not like you bring him in for one year. He's not going to get cut. That's for sure. No, no. He and you could just tell the way he was walking around on the field. Like he has that confidence and he knows he's here. Like he knows he's a yeah. patriot. Like he had like a sweatshirt on. He wasn't like he didn't seem worried one bit. Question marks on the O line. Like to me, their offense scares me more than their. Than their defense does this year. The scary, the scariest thing is just Brady. That's the scariest old thing. And losing Gronk, just having that security blanket. Like Nikhil Harry's gonna need to step up big, and I think he will. And I'm happy that they drafted a guy like that because Tom Brady, again, like I say this a lot, you he's never had you like you owe it to him to have a. He's target. never had that like type of receiver of like six one, six two, two twenty five. You can like, throw outside. him a 50 ball, him, yeah, and he's coming down with it seventy percent yeah. of the time. I mean, if they have Edelman in the middle, like he's obviously your go-to guy. Hopefully, Josh Gordon comes back, but that's still sort of a uh, not looking yeah, what's good up, up is in it, the air. Did he get like? A, is he still banned? He's like, yeah, he needs to get reinstated. So, has he been at like rehab? What's he I, been doing? I don't he's know. He's still selling weed. He's probably still smoking weed. That that guy was moving pounds of weed at Baylor in yeah. college. Yeah, I don't understand. Uh, I don't understand how the hell he's so good at football. Him and Johnny football at uh, dude, on the that locker room must have been insane. Yeah. That must have been such He'd a dysfunctional up, uh, locker room. I don't know if it was him or Johnny Football, but 
one of them would always put up like Instagram stories with the other person. Yeah. It's like these guys should not be partying together. No, nah, like, I think you know, Johnny like, was putting them up. And like it was just flash and football. Not good influences for uh that's one a, another. That's a dynamic duo right They're there. They're boys though. though. They're like best buds. I remember that year in Madden, I was all I was oh, rocking with that team. Dude. Speaking when Johnny, of, when Johnny was a rookie, bro, he was money. Johnny football, man. I remember I used to play Ultimate Team and like the year of the NFL draft, like because like they get drafted, like they get the rights to the player. So like, say what what year did Manziel come in? Like sixteen or something? Fifteen? Like fourteen? No, nah, it was it was more recent. That was probably like sixteen. Sixteen. So like that would mean like in Madden fifteen, or like 17. they released his Ultimate Team card and like freaking like when's the NFL draft in like June, May? April. April, yeah, they they put his card out in like April. He's ninety nine overall. I was just running around, gunning passes. Like, it was awesome. I wish he worked out. I don't. I think if he didn't go to the Browns, he probably would. Like, it would have been sick if the it would have been Dallas. I thought. I thought. I thought. I I I really I thought, thought Jerry Jones was yeah, gonna no, take no, a chance he, on. Yeah, him. he might have to be honest. And I feel like, I don't know. I feel like he could have succeeded in Dallas. Like, go back. But he also could have been even worse. It's the type of thing yeah. that who knows. But it's Johnny Manziel. Cle- the guy's Cleveland a wild at card. That at that time and even like la- like two years ago it was still like you don't want to go there it's just your career is doomed if you go there now they're turning it around but it's just like I think how many quarterbacks did they draft I don't even know if Cleveland's turning around I think it's all Baker no yeah but I mean I think because like they're putting weapons around yeah him, yeah like yeah when, I mean Odell John Dorsey in the front office like they're no longer like the laughing stock. Yeah, it's of the not league. Andrew Hawkins and Isaiah Crowell and Johnny Manziel and yeah. Josh Gordon. It's like Odell Beckham Jr., Baker Mayfield. Um, I don't even think it has it, to do. Who with, they, like, who's their Who's their back? The guy from the kid from the Dolphins. They got Nick Chubb. Is Lamar Miller still there? No, Lamar Miller's uh Houston. Houston. Lamar Miller was never there. They had Carlos Hyde for a little oh, bit. Oh, that's I was thinking. They Carlos traded Hyde. him. And it's really uh, Nick Chubb this year. I feel like he's coming they off got the somebody ACL, else right? Too. No. Oh no, he t- but in college he tore yeah, his ACL. Yeah, yeah. But he balled out last year. Their offense is going to be good. Their offense is going to be scary. And they got a good corner, Denzel Ward, good young corner. They got Miles Garrett. Like they got, they got more depth. They're on a playoff offense. team this year, I think. They're going to compete for the uh, AFC North. I mean, what is it that the steel, the Steelers, Steelers Ravens, I Bengals? I don't think the Steelers really have it anymore. I I like the Ravens and the. Uh, the Brown and that's I feel like that's the first time in a long time those two teams would be my two favorites in like, that division. To me, you look at the Steelers; they're obvious. You have Big Ben; you're the best quarterback in the conference. Yeah. So yeah, no, he I is. I don't know. He is. I don't know. I like I like Baker. I might even take Lamar Jackson over Big Ben. No. Maybe not talent wise. I'm just talking the full package. Like, dude, the receivers hate Ben Roethlisberger. It doesn't matter though; he's a beast. I mean, we'll see. We'll see he's when, he's, when he's not thrown to Antonio no, Brown. Let's see. It's gonna be different now because, because the that, same thing that with was Juju. The, that was the classic debate. It was like, who's making the plays, Ben Roethlisberger or Antonio Brown? And it was like, oh, it's a combination yeah, of ben, both. But ben now, now Ben Roethlisberger is gonna be put to the test. So is ben Antonio Brown. Was was playing with Derek still Carr. good before he had Antonio Brown. They churn out wide receivers there, bro. If you look at like their drafts, oh, I mean, Santonio Holmes, uh, Martavis Bryant, I'm, I'm just uh, saying, Juju, like, James no, Washington's the, the, gonna be good. They, they like, scout the best receivers yeah, in the league. I think they'll be fine. It's just now, just now, Juju gets a double team, so now somebody else has to step up. I think it's gonna be James Washington. We'll see if James Connors as good as you he see, was last year. You see year. that thing with Juju, the guy with the Steelers tattoo? Yeah, and then he uh, gained Juju, season yeah, tickets. Th- would you do that? 
Would you so just so, so the listeners understand what happened? This guy had a Steelers tattoo on his head, and then Juju like signed in like a sharpie or something yeah. his autograph. And Juju said to the guy, "If you tattoo my signature on your forehead or on your the side of your head, I'll uh, I'll give you season tickets." I don't even think he said season tickets. I think he just said tickets, and then he ended up getting him season tickets. Really? When he did it? No, I'm pretty sure he said season tickets. Oh, he did. But I, I would never be tattooed. How old is Juju Smith Schuster? Nineteen, twenty. 21 he's young so like probably no he's probably like uh 20 21 20 yeah 21, like 21 22 I think. Now. I, that guy's gotta be like what 45 50 tattooing that kid's autograph on his forehead yeah. or on the side of his head i don't know free season tickets but like that's th- that's there for the rest of your life embrace debate like i'm yeah, saying but i don't I know do exactly it. how it works it might be just season tickets for the season but usually if you're a season ticket holder like you own season tickets like till you die, basically, or you can pass them on. Maybe for this guy, it's just one season, but like if you get season tickets, usually it's like you have season tickets right. forever. So that would His be worth it. Plus, he it. can grow hair over it. I mean, for now, he's getting older. <laughs> no, if you looked at that guy's head, though, he had like no, he did. half he, his head was shaved. He was shaved. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think it was meant. Would to you look walk like around like that? Because it's funny because during that, football season, yeah, hell yeah. Because the Steelers have their logo on one side but of the helmet, but then the second when so they like get bounced the by the Pats in the AFC Championship, yeah. you look like a. Dunce. Nah, they're not. They're not even going to make the playoffs this year. I don't think. No, I don't. Th- I don't think they're even coming out of that division. Like I said, I think Cleveland will, or Baltimore maybe. I like Lamar Jackson a lot. And AJ Green's hurt, so Cincinnati's and screwed. I think Lamar Jackson's only going to get better, like as he gets smarter. I think his biggest problem right now is probably like the IQ. Like, just, like, not even, like. I think he's going to be a beast. I just don't think, like, you can, I don't they're going to run a college offense that's with what him. I'm and saying. I don't know how well think, that's going to work in the NFL. Needs to be, I think he needs to be pretty selective on when he wants to run the ball because it, all of a sudden, like, that offense looks great until you have, like, a 6'2", like, 230-pound linebacker, like, diving at his knee, and then he's done for the year. Well, and it's all about controlling the game. Right. If they get down two scores and they have to air it out, like I don't. I think mean, look he's at that playoff that. game, though. He almost he almost brought him back. Who who are they playing? The Ravens when they lost. Um, who was it? I don't think it was the playoffs. I think it was a game to get into the playoffs, wasn't it? Or no, it was. No, it was the playoffs. Yeah, because he, been, he broke uh, some big time record. I don't remember. I want to say Houston. I don't think. I don't think it was Houston. I think it though. might have been Houston. They're like the wild card team. Like not. Like it was the Chargers. They lost the Chargers. twenty twenty three seventeen. But like, was that the game Joe Flacco started the first half? It might have been. Because I, I. I literally do not remember that game. Like I do. Like. It's the type Vaguely, of game that I don't remember exactly what happened. I just remember Lamar Jackson almost pulled off some bullshit to win that game. Didn't he get like? Did he get strip tack at, at the end? Yeah, to end the game. But it was the type of thing where he shouldn't have even been in a position to make a play to win the game. But he was there, and then he got strip sacked. Well, did you see this too? I saw this today. Uh, John Harbaugh said to take the over when it comes to Lamar Jackson's rushing numbers. So they're gonna be like. See that's scary, but also if you're if you're a coach of a football team, why are you coming out and saying that? That's ignorant. Like you think Bill Belichick would ever say something like no. that? It's like you got to take that with a grain of salt. Is that is that some reverse psychology, Jimmy Harbaugh? No. John. John. Where's I call Jim? Jim, still at, Jim's Michigan? at Michigan. Yeah. Hate that guy. The khakis. Michigan State's better, anyways. You sure? <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm sure. But anyways, um, speaking of Madden, we were talking a little Madden. Madden ratings came out. A lot of uh, a lot of hype around the Madden ratings this year. Only 4.99 overalls. Some people are saying there were some snubs. We got Aaron Donald. That's deserved. The 99 club. We got Aaron Donald, DeAndre Hopkins. That's deserved. Khalil Max deserved. Khalil Mack and Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner's questionable. A lot of people said Luke Keekley's better than him. I think Bobby Wagner's good. I don't know if I'd put him at a 99. Who, who's your wide receiver one? Like, if you're taking one receiver out of the NFL. My favorite. And I'm going I, Julio I think Jones. it's Hopkins. I think, but I think Julio Jones is like, if you could build a wide receiver, that's who you want to build him as. What's he, 6'6"? Six, six? He's huge. He's fast. He's strong. He the goes only up thing, his foot. Anything. He's got a weird foot. He gets hurt but a lot. Mine still, dude, it's DeAndre Hopkins. I think he's the best receiver in football. I just remember. He can catch anything. He was putting up numbers with I Brian Hoyer. with when, uh, um, what was it? Tom like some, Savage. Some little like, girl got like killed or something last year, and he like was donating like his, who Hopkins. His, yeah, he was donating the check from the yeah. Game he like paid for the funeral. To, or something. Yeah, to the family. And I remember reading that article, and I was like, "All right, DeAndre Hopkins is a savage. He's Dude, gonna come he's out a, and ball." He's a beast. I think I I threw like two hundred dollars on the game, and the Texans got like blown out. <laughs> and I was like, "Wow!" Like, I bet he still balled though. I was just like, wow! Like I, I, stri- I just well, th- I yeah. threw two hundred dollars on a football game because DeAndre Hopkins tweeted that he was paying for some girls. Yeah, funeral, but I mean, and I paid the price. A wide receiver can ball price. out, and the team can still get. No, destroyed. I know. And like it's, if it's it was tough, like a like, quarterback, it'd be different. But I get where you're coming from. Like he'd be going out there like with a passion, with a purpose. Like, yeah, I ball. thought he was going out there to play in her name. Yeah, like, like, he probably did. Dude, I bet you he did. I bet you he balled out that game. No, dude. I think like they might not have scored a touchdown. I just remember. I remember sitting on the couch watching that TV screen like, what the hell did I just do this morning? But that's that's how Sundays usually go for me during football season if uh, if I'm gambling. That's why that's why hopefully this season turns out a little oh, different. Oh, it was a playoff game. Okay. Yeah, it was a big game. 29 grand against the Colts. Yeah, and it was a, yeah, and the Colts yeah. suck. And I remember thinking I was like Andrew Luck is a choke artist. He's going to choke. DeAndre Hopkins is playing for this girl who died. He's going to go out and ball $200 down the drain in less that than three, t- I'm pre- less, yeah, less than oh, three hours. 21 to 7. 21 to 7. Dude, there's something about the Colts to me that, like, it. my mind can't process that they'll actually be good, but, like, Andrew looks like he's legit. He's back. But there's just something about it. I just can't picture them, like, being a legit thing with playoff Andrew team. Luck is like, dude, he's like a placebo player, dude. Like, I, I swear he like creates these like, like fake injuries in his head and stuff that's like not even real. And like, it's I, I feel like he's like psychologically like deprived. Hopkins did not have a good game. I know, I game. know he didn't. I, Kiki Kuti I will never. Did, f- I didn't remember the exact game, but I'll never forget losing two hundred dollars. Kiki Kuti put up uh, or QT put up eleven for one ten and a touchdown. What T Y Hilton do? Uh, five for eighty-five. No touchdowns though. No touchdowns. Ebron caught one. Emmon caught one. Marlon Mack ran for one. Anyways, but so you're going DeAndre. I think Julio's the better receiver. He got a ninety-eight overall rating. I think he should have been a ninety-nine. But people are complaining about Von Miller not getting the ninety-nine. Pat Mahomes after the MVP season. JJ Watt's usually like a stalwart ninety-nine club. He's not there. He's another one though who's been like the injuries have just kind yeah. of been adding up and like he's definitely he's reg- getting older he's too he's regressing for sure. But um, what do you think about uh Pat Mahomes as a number one quarterback? A lot of the talk has been about uh, Aaron Rodgers not being in the top five man ratings. 
I think a lot of I think Aaron Rodgers is, is overrated. Five? I don't think he's overrated. He's at six. But dude, you look at some he's of the talent that guy's bro. had around him. And like people love yeah, to compare Brady and Aaron Rodgers just because like Brady's the GOAT and Aaron Rodgers is allegedly like talent wise the GOAT. So people love to like compare the two and say like, oh, if you put Aaron Rodgers in the Belichick system, yeah. he'd be even better. But what I'll say is, like, if you put Brady in the Green Bay system, throwing to Jordy Nelson, Greg yeah. Jennings, and, like, all those targets that he's had over the years, like, I think he could have had just as much success. I, mean, I think people like to make excuses for Aaron Rodgers. And it's because people hate It's because people hate the Patriots. That's why. Right. But, like, Aaron Rodgers, and like— And the other thing I'll say about Aaron Rodgers, dude, is some of these games that he's won, like, the biggest games of his career, have come down to that bullshit Hail Mary yeah. play. Like, how many times have you seen him do that? But he's also, and made, it's like we're carrying the I guy mean, out, had, and like nah, we're we're nah. we're saying he's I'm the greatest. Sure he had after one, like he's had a couple Hail Mary games, but like he's had at least two or three, I think. Yeah, but they weren't. Some of them weren't like big games. big games. Right, but still, like you look at those plays, and it's like those are plays that like yeah, it's great Dude. you made the play, but you shouldn't have won the game. I mean, there's still plays that, like, like when Brady when Brady wins a game on a fourth quarter drive, it's systematic, and he he brings the ball down the field. You know what I mean? You yeah, don't see Aaron like, Rodgers do that. It's just his is more like luck of the draw, like who's coming down with this 50-50 ball. Not and no. like he can gun it. Like that's don't, just not his true. arm, he's got a better arm than Brady, but like that's not true. That throw he made, I'm pretty sure it was I want, I want to say Jared Cook, one of his tight ends along the sideline. No, was like he's one of the thrown best. some needles. Like dude, he's like, like talent wise, like ability wise, he's like the best quarterback really to ever play. Yeah, but do you think he's overrated? I th- I think we can still say that I just and think, say he's also no, I know, overrated. Like, no, I definitely. It's just in the NFL, like the point is to win Super Bowls. The point is to be is to be talented and to be an achiever. So like Tom Brady, like physical ability wise, isn't like the best athlete you've ever seen. But just because the meant, but he can like, come together no, with yeah. a group of guys and, and he, achieve like, a goal. And accomplish it. Like, when he was third down and fourth down against Kansas City in the playoffs last year, he was untouchable. Like, and that, you can't but have anybody another thing that, him. like, people don't take into consideration is, like, look at the relationship between Brady, Brady and Belichick, Brady and McDaniels. Oh, Aaron And then Rod- you look at Aaron Rodgers' relationships with the people in the locker yeah. room. And with his family, bro. He cut out his two. Aaron Rodgers, he's a diva. He's, like, he's an a-hole, bro. Exactly. And Nobody something likes has him, to really. be said for that. I mean, that. some guys do, but. Especially at the quarterback position. Like, if you look at if you're, like, a linebacker or a corner and you go out there and do your own thing and, like, your, the, your play doesn't really hinge on anyone else's, like, success. Yeah, be a douchebag. Be Jalen Ramsey. Talk your shit. Run your mouth. Well, and that's then, what you need to be as a quarterback. Then beat the Patriots and lose every other game of the year. He's the classic exactly, guy that, like, if everything's going right, and I mean, he hypes up his teammates sometimes. But to me, he reminds me, strikes me as the guy of, yeah, when everything's going right, it's I'm the one doing all the right things, and when stuff's going wrong, it's the play calls, it's stuff like that. But like, you read about his relationship with McCarthy, and he was brutal. overriding like brutal. play calls, stuff like that, and it's like you can't win games. Yeah, you can say I'm like. I'm the best at what I do. I know I can make these plays. Coach needs to trust me. But like, if you want to be successful in the NFL, like it needs to be everything needs to be cohesive, and it's really not. Like he thinks he's just that much better than other people. I mean, he he has a ring. He probably should have more rings. Will it's he like win the, it's one? like the kid in the group project who thinks he's smarter than everyone else, and like tries to do his own thing when the group's like trying to like do it together, and then like then like all of a sudden it's pr- presentation day, and like. He's presenting shit, and, like, he has slides up there that you don't even know, and then he blames it on you for not knowing the slides. It's like, buddy, like, you didn't want to work as a team. You wanted to do this on your own. Like, don't blame it on us. I had one of those kids in uh, 
one of my classes last spring. That's why that just popped up in my mind. All right, so Madden ratings, Aaron Rodgers is number seven. Your top quarterbacks are Pat Mahomes, 97, Brady, 96, Phillip Rivers, 94, Drew Brees, 92, Andrew Luck, 92, Wilson's a 91, Rodgers is a 90. What do you think about those? Where, where's Rodgers in, in comparison to Brady? Rodgers is sixth, Brady's second. Or Rodgers is seventh, Brady's second. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Because See, but here's the thing. like To me, when I think Madden, right? So when I think Madden, Madden... Like Madden's the an algorithm, have a high, it's, right? Matt, but it's Madden's one of those things where the ratings shouldn't hinge on how well your team does. No, but like to me, it's like when you build a Madden player, it's all physical traits and attributes. Which is why Aaron Rodgers should be at the that, top. That, of that give list. you the high rating, right. right? Like the stuff that the Patriots do that makes the Patriots so good, you really can't replicate in Madden. You can't replicate like right because making it's the sure system. No, it's I'm just saying like calling. that's the funny thing to me about yeah. Madden is like. Tom Brady should be a 99, but, like, if you look at all his, like, actual attributes other probably than, like, accuracy, awareness, decision-making, like, his throw power isn't, like, top in the league. Stuff like that. His accuracy is there. His decision-making, stuff like that, but it's, like... And that's the other thing, though, like, decision-making, how is that even going to be a statistic no, yeah, in, in Madden? Can't. Because the decision-makers that you are holding the controller, not, you look the, at, like, not the, Patriot, the quarterback The Patriots' the Madden ratings are still, like... I don't... I mean, I could look at their team real quick, but it's, like... When I like, I'll play with the Patriots sometimes, and like, Gronk makes ridiculous catches. But it's like you can't, you can make Gronkowski like a ninety-nine, but you can't replicate what he does on a real field. So when I look at Madden Reigns and I see Brady so high, it's like Brady should always be there. Like Pat Mahomes should be it up there, but like to me, Aaron Rodgers should be up there too, just because he does stuff like. And I think Pat Mahomes is going to be like Aaron Rodgers. He's going to make all those crazy throws. He's going to do stuff like that. I don't know if he's going to win a Super Bowl anytime soon. Fun fact about Mahomes and Madden ratings. A lot of people are pissed off. His throw power rating's lower than Josh uh, Josh Allen. Dude, Josh Allen can sling it, though. Like, he can sling it. I don't it. know, though. Who, who do you think throws the bar f- ball further, uh, Josh Allen or Pat Mahomes? Are they actually... Um, the throw power rating, Mahomes got the, Mahomes got uh, snubbed. But what are the numbers? Is it like, I bet you it's like it's 99 like to 98. Off. Yeah. yeah. But still, I mean, Josh though, it's just like the respect thing. It. Like Josh the, the Allen kid, can the chuck kid won it. MVP last year. Dude, Josh Allen's going to be nice this year. Book it. He can run the he ball run. too, low yeah, key. Yeah, he can run. And he's a body too. Like he's like a lot of quarterbacks you see running the ball and you're he like, heard oh shit. Anthony you don't, Barr, you don't, who's like yeah, a very athletic linebacker. Like, dude, Josh Allen is going to be... A He's an problem. athlete. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't have the best accuracy, but like a lot of people are pissed. Jake Matthews, the kid from A and M, seventy nine overall. Who's pissed about that? The tackle. Yeah. On the Falcons. Left tackle, seventy nine. People are saying he should. Who's people? What are you talking? About? I I read an article, um, <laughs> online. People are saying Jake Matthews got snubbed. Probably should be a little bit better. The funny thing Riley is, Riley Reef got a sixty seven uh, overall ranking, and he that's was the twenty third best-ranked offensive tackle last year, according to Pro Football Focus. 67? That's Not even a, breaking 70 in, in your, your top 25? Is he still in Philadelphia? No, he's on the Vikings. Um, What do you think about the Madden, uh, the rookie ratings? I didn't really look too much into the rookie ratings. Another rating that kind of pissed me off was Cameron Brait, tight end. They got him in there at a 79. See, why you, you're talking about random-ass people. Just because... I. Cameron Brake got a no, 79. Cameron Brake's nice. No, I know. So Cameron Brake got a 79, and over the past three seasons, he has the most touchdowns 
out of all tight ends except for Travis Kelsey, and they have him at a 79 overall, which is the 26th ranked tight end in the game. How are you going to have how are you going to have a guy who has the second most touchdowns out of all tight ends in the past three years be be your 26th ranked tight end? Yeah, but it's just how like the individual. I, I yeah, guess stuff I, like I'm that. not sure, but just doesn't seem right. And then the last one that um, I made a note of that kind of seemed a little skeptical was Akeem Hicks, defensive tackle, got an 87. Which you think he should be higher or lower? I think he should be in the 90s. Not yeah, be, no, he's a beast. He's fast. And Michael Pierce and Geno Atkins are in the 90s. And I, I think Geno Atkins is nice. I think Akeem Hicks is better than both of them. Geno, no, Geno Hicks, uh, Geno Hicks, Geno Atkins is very good. I don't know much about Piercy. I know he's on the uh, Ravens. Who do you think's the top rookie? Well, you can see it, but who do you think's the top rookie in Madden? Well, I can't see it, but I'm I'm gonna take a guess here. Um, did they give it to Kyler Murray? No, he's not top five. Did they give it to like a defensive player? Yeah, Nick. Bo- Nick Bosa isn't even there. I don't think. They got Quinnen Williams as an 80. He's the only guy to break the 80s. That kid still has braces, bro. He's like 19. There was talk he was going to go number one. He's going to be a beast. He's on the Jets. The picture they have is him sacking Brady. I don't see that happening. But Quinnen Williams, like, to Alabama. I looked at this graphic the other day about, um, dude, their, like, their D line is. They had, like, top three, um, like, it was, like, quarterbacks, running backs, and receivers. And then on defense, it was. Line, linebacker, secondary, like schools that put out like the most guys or something in the league. And Alabama was like one in line, three in linebackers, two in secondary. And like other teams would be number one, but they wouldn't be on the list. But Alabama defensively, they put out players. Dude, Alabama's like, Alabama's a cross between like a professional team and a college team. They're like the 33rd. They're not uh, in like the NCAA. They're like in like the, they're in like the NFL like B league. Like, they shouldn't be playing in the SEC. They should be playing in like, in some like yeah, like middle like yeah, some like random yeah. like NFL like amateur league. Do you or, think? Do you think the worst team in the NFL would lose to Alabama though? I think they would school Alabama. Yeah, I think they'd probably get fucking annihilated. Like you're talking about a bunch of pros against yeah. like half a team of pros yeah. and half a team of like maybe but there pros. are people who thought when the browns went 0 16 that alabama would beat them i think uh the browns would yeah you got jamie collins them. running around out there like good yeah. luck like good luck to like a college kid who's like 19 20 years old when jamie collins is fucking jumping over the pile running at you but you see Dude, like the best is when Jamie Con- the other thing I'm excited about for New England football is like Jamie Collins jumping over to block kicks, dude. Like Yeah. That's that's my f- one no, of they my can't do that anymore though. Oh, they changed yeah. the rules. That used to be my when favorite that, Jamie though, Collins play. He did that like he did a back to back plays. Yeah. No, but there was one like it was like an offside, like a false start. He did it. I don't think he blocked it or he blocked it the first time, like but did it back to back plays, they didn't even adjust. But dude, he's he's a freak athlete. Like, and that's at high I'm speed. I'm so happy like to that, have him back, bro. I know. I like I said, the only thing that worries me is the locker room stuff. But I think, like you said, I like think if he was they brought him in the back, room. it'll be good. He was no, locked, I mean with like, the coaching staff. Dude, what you don't understand is this. If Bill Belichick didn't want him back, he wouldn't, he be, wouldn't here. be here. I know. Which is why you got to trust it. Obviously, trust in Bill. Like, I'm not saying I it don't trust It was a mutual Bill. thing. Like, <sighs> But, dude. Ah. I don't think you understand the, how it works, Harry. Well, dude, then why'd they send him to Cleveland? They sent him to Cleveland because he was, he was freelancing. He wasn't listening to what he was supposed to be doing. 
Exactly. He was just going off doing but his like, thing. But like they could have done something. They could have made way smarter personnel decision at that point in time. But like they sent him to Cleveland to like almost be like fuck yeah, you. That's why they did it. Which is just like so that's like a rocky. Obviously, if he's back, they've patched it over and yes. smoothed it over. I'm agreeing with you, but I'm just saying it'll be interesting to see like if he's like if his like play style has changed, if his behavior has changed on well, the field. Yes. Well, we don't know yet, but hopefully. But they yes. wouldn't bring him back if it hasn't. Why would they bring no, him back for him to do the same thing? Because he's a he's a freak athlete. Dude, I, I don't think. Why that's... do they bring Michael Floyd in? It's different, bro. No, it's not because they think yes, he can help is. him win football games. That's why they bring him in. Yeah, but why? But they already know Jamie Collins, so they wouldn't bring him in if he's going to go off and do his own thing. That makes no sense. Exactly. So, do you think they sat down and had like an explicit discussion about what happened when he left and like the new expectations for when he's back? I don't know exactly how it went down. We could look it up. Who contacted who first? I bet he reached out and said, I want to come back here. And then Bill Belichick said, well, you know what happened okay, last time. Yeah. Like, he was probably like, coach, I'm ready to ball. Right. My thing is, like, when it, and it's when everything's smooth sailing, everything's great. But, like, all of a sudden we drop two games in a row. I just disagree with you. Completely disagree with you. I don't think he would be back on this team. I don't think he would either. I'm just saying that keep an eye on it. I'm not I'm not saying he's going to be out there running around doing his own shit. I think that he's going to play within the system and I think he's a new player, but I'm just saying never forget he's like history. Three or four years matured. I'm telling you Bill Belichick takes calculated risks. He wouldn't bring him back if he thought he was going to do that shit again. No, and I agree. I'm just saying don't ever like forgive but don't forget. Is what all I'm saying. It's just good to keep keep track of what happened in history, so if it repeats itself, you know why. No, and I agree with that uh, 100%. And I just looked it up, too. I wasn't aware. He only signed a one-year deal. Um, not a lot of guaranteed money. So, I mean, I'm not saying you forget about what happened at all. I'm just saying I don't think it's going to be as much of an issue if it turns right. out to be. And I know I know you're not saying loose. forget about it, and that's exactly not, – not to forget about it, and that's exactly what I'm saying. And I'm not saying that he's going to be running around like an asshole doing, doing yeah. 2015, 20 Jamie Collins stuff. Huh? Yeah. I'm just saying it's something to keep your eye on. Like, they clearly gave him a one-year deal. They want to see how it works. If it works, maybe he's back next year. But it's also it also could be the type of thing that one-year deal, you get him at a discount, all of a sudden he goes out, plays like an all-pro, all and then you got you can't pay him next year because that's what we love to do in New England is well, play, play on a budget. As talented as he is, he, he hasn't panned out. You know what I mean? He didn't like he was he was actually putting up numbers in New England. He just wasn't doing it the way that they wanted him to. So then they ship him off to Cleveland and obviously it's less structure there. He gets paid. He probably it some of the stuff I read said there was like an effort issue, so he probably wasn't going a hundred percent. So you gotta think now that he's and some of the quotes he was saying was he's so happy to be back here just because he wants to win. So I think it kinda he already got paid. He realigned his priorities, and he's like, I just want to win. He knows he has to prove himself with the contract. He knows he has to prove himself with the depth they have at linebacker. He's going to have to compete for a position. And if he wants to get another contract, he's going to have to ball out. But I think he just wants to be here. Yeah, and I mean, just from, like, obviously it's tough for us to kind of, like, relate to, like, an NFL athlete. Because not really. we're not athletes, but. Used to be. Hey, we used to be. Yeah, I, I played a little puck back not in the boy. day. I tried. But, um. It's tough for us to relate as athletes, but any time in life when you're doing something at a pretty pretty high level and you're you're good at what you do, mm-hmm. 
you kind of get an ego and like maybe feel like you're better than you actually are or you think that you should have more freedom or more responsibility than you actually should have and I think that for Jamie Collins going to Cleveland probably really brought it full circle for him and was probably one of the greatest like learning experience he's ever had in his life because you go from playing for the the greatest dynasty in football history under the greatest coach to ever to ever do it with the greatest quarterback to ever throw the the pigskin into that 0-16 Cleveland locker room granted like you said he gets his money but then it becomes an effort issue in Cleveland, and it's kind of like, so now Jamie Collins, the five years are done. You're not going to change what already happened. You had your time in New England. You didn't want to play how the coach wanted you to play. You got punished sent to Cleveland. I guess it wasn't a punishment because you got a lot of money and didn't have to work as hard as you would have here in New England. But it really sounds from what he's saying like he matured, learned from that, and understands the effort that it takes to yeah. be a winner. And so that's all my point is. My point is right. he knows now he's going to come back. He's not going to screw around. Right. He's ready to go out and, and I agree contribute with, to a I agree Super Bowl that. team. Reading into what he said, I think it definitely sounds like he understands what it takes to be a Patriot. And it sounds like he wants he wants that responsibility and wants to be a part of that. He kind of wants that. Um, what's the word I'm looking here? Um, he's embracing it? Not embracing oh, no. it. It's almost like it's um, it, it accountability. Mm-hmm. He wants that accountability of like having to show up and work. Yeah, he wants to be held accountable. You're saying, yeah. It's right because he easily could have signed a multi-million dollar deal, gone over to a beach down well, in Miami or San th- Fran or somewhere. I don't think just it, some big market. You no, know what I mean? I don't think. But he got cut from the Browns. He didn't play out his contract. He got cut because he wasn't Working living hard. up to that potential, or the potential, or the deal that he signed. He signed what was it, four for fifty, which at the time was like a very large deal for a linebacker. Yeah, but he's a freak athlete. Like I, he's talented, but he just didn't never lived up to it. Like if you, th- I bet he would be. But it sounds top like linebacker in the league. It, if yeah, he stayed in New sound, England and right. like actually did what was expected of him. I think he's one of the most polarizing players this year to to see how he how he reacts to the situation. Um, I definitely, he's definitely probably one of the most fun players on that defense to watch. Like when you get a big play out of Jamie Collins, it's usually like. It's usually like an eye-opening, yeah. like, holy shit, did he just do that? So I'm excited to watch it. All right. um, so only time will tell. You're talking big money. You're talking egos. What do you think about the kid that just won six, uh, – 16-year-old kid won three mil Fortnite championship? Look, it, I, I read – I didn't even know this whole – I'm a big Fortnite guy. I play a lot of Fortnite. I didn't even really understand what was going on. I didn't, I didn't realize this was, like, the biggest, like – solo esports tournament of all time like on a based on the pay scale no one's ever won three mil before in a uh a solo event for esports the fact that he's 16 is just like holy shit like i'm 22 and this kid, i think this he's kid's like, got more money than i, I haven't may ever make in my life at all but i'm pretty sure like he's one of those kids like because they showed his parents his parents were dancing and stuff which obviously any parent would be but I'm pretty sure he's one of those kids Speaking that like of his parents dancing his LeBron parents man put him in a... LeBron man You saw all that? Yeah. We'll talk about that after. We'll get into a little yeah. basketball after, but that just talking parents dancing just made me think LeBron at that AAU game. But what were anyways, what were you saying about I just think this kid's one of those kids that his parents are like I'll look it up, but I think his parents... Um, Are they, like, paying, like, yeah, trainers no, to, no, like, but train like, him in Fortnite? They're, like, doing everything for him. Like, have this kid, like, playing, like, six, eight hours a day, stuff like that. 
three mil though that's ridiculous some of the comments i see online about people like this kid isn't an athlete and then it's all the people that are like yeah this guy can do what he wants like at a high level for x amount of years and not have cte and people just shitting on like actual sports and athletes and it's just like I'm not complaining that the kid won three mil. Like, obviously, it's just how the economy works. If people are putting money into it, there's going to be money coming out of it. Um, but, I mean, as a 16-year-old kid, if this kid's just going to stay inside all day and play video games, which he actually probably is to be this good, like, I don't know how good that is. Yeah, they said they, for I, in the article it said, like, he dropped nine kills in the first game and then was putting up, oh, like, multiple 12-kill games. I just like, dude, out, I'm, I'm lucky if I can get two kills. He I, was, like... Dude, I drop into Paradise Palms and I'm dead in the first yeah, yeah. two minutes. You land on the t- uh, you land on the tower. Someone I go to the hotel. On the, the chest. Uh, someone's already opened it. Yeah, they got a dead. common AR. Four bullets in my head. I'm done. He was like far and away. Like the guy that was in second place wasn't even halfway up the, with cra- the points the, or one, kills. One that of the he other things that, that was crazy t- to me about the whole thing, and it it kind of goes into like, are we? Is this really where the future's going? Do we really want to be is. watching a little like it little twelve year old kids running around? But you look at the top five. Um, the top five finishers in that that solo tournament, the oldest uh, player was 24 years old. I'm talking, these are 16-year-old kids. They're, the kid who came in fifth place, the only kid who wasn't ha- Argentinian, happened to be the only non-American in the f- top five. 13 years old, won 900K. There was a lot of money it's being 13, tossed around. Yeah. 13, 900K? The thing that, the thing that, irritates me is like we'll play Fortnite and we'll get spanked and you know the kid that killed you is like 12 years old oh, the worst it's is so when they frustrating. invite you to the party I've never been there look man I, I don't know why I accept it but like I'll, I'll get killed like pump shotgun to the head then I see the little notification pop up like 12 year old invites you to a party I join it he's like ha ah, you suck and then I just like I'm like damn like I'm playing video games losing to 12 year olds but Fun fact, the kid who came in second place in the, the tournament, which was in New York at the Arthur Ashe Tennis Stadium, I wonder if the uh, tennis players or the Fortnite players pull in more of an audience. Say it again, I wasn't paying attention. Oh, I, I was saying that the uh, the Fortnite tournament took place in New York City at mm-hmm. the... the, uh, t- at the but was this the one that you had to qualify for with like the arena mode? I think so. I'm not sure. So you were really going hard for that. How do you feel that this kid won and you weren't even invited? Um... You know, it's it's not the first time in my life that I, I didn't get invited to something that I wanted to get invited to and it sucks every time. But I'll be there next I'll be there next year. But the kid who came in second place, he, he pulled in one point eight mil. Mm-hmm. His name was Harrison. Okay. Harrison Chang. Little association there, maybe you'll be there one day. He was twenty four, so I still got two years to be the next Harrison who's twenty four and does Hey, just keep working at it, bro. I didn't realize that they they have like esports organizations too. Like that kid who the kid who came in first, um, Kyle like Gearsdorf, whatever his name is, the the kid who won three mil. He signed to play like esports for the Centennials in <coughs> Los Angeles. Dude, the esports. This is the thing to me, right? So esports, like they have like legit two K leagues for the NBA. Like the NBA isn't going anywhere. But how funny do you think it would like be if there was a Madden esports league? Which I'm sure there are. It's probably not as popular, but what happens when, like, say the NFL just disbands. Dis- disbands, dissipates because of all the head injuries, all, like, the stuff going on with it? Like, what happens to those? Like, the sports e All of a sudden, esports is gone. It, as much as, like, 
esports because they're piggybacking the yeah, real, they rely the real sp- yeah, on it's real just sports. a virtual I mean Fortnite obviously doesn't but I mean I'm interested to see what Fortnite does with the new season shit's starting to get weird and I don't know if I like it this could be my last last season coming up I don't know I feel like they're about to do some weird like futuristic shit and I don't like it like I, I just want like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 back like that style of warfare like on the ground you're on your feet you got a machine gun that's that, can we get that back the new call so i'm trying to cut back on the box i am fortnite's just not fun for me anymore Billy, you just but, can't get any box uh I, yeah that's that's a fact but the new call of duty looks like it's gonna be legit so that'll probably be like one of the last ones that I i'll play. probably wait for you to get it and then like see your reaction and then like if you hate it i probably won't get it and waste the money but um Anyways, we were talking dancing parents. I got I got to get this off my chest right now. LeBron James, AAU, causing scenes. It, and it wasn't one scene. It was multiple scenes. First, he's yeah. dunking in the layup line. Then he's jumping around, dancing, losing a shoe on the court after that alley-oop pass. And it wasn't, wasn't even, it his, son. even his son. It yeah. wasn't even his son. Well, like I said to you, it wasn't. LeBron wasn't dunking at his son's game. LeBron's son just happened to show up to a LeBron James uh, extravaganza. Yeah, that 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 sucks for Bronny. No, I mean like, dude. At the end of the day, if your dad was LeBron James, it would be cool. Like, it. I mean, you probably get sick of it because he's your dad. He does it all the time. For some of the kids on the opposing team, it's probably pretty cool. But it definitely gets old after a while. It's just like, bro, can't you just sit there like every other parent and just watch? I get who you are. No, I get what you mean to the sport of basketball, but it's just like LeBron. Like, just settle down for like a minute. I'd be totally cool with it if like if he's it was, not Levar Ball. So I'll give him credit. Like he's not Levar Ball. Like, but as much as. As much as LeVar Ball is an asshole, LeVar Ball at least somehow made it about his kids. LeBron just makes it about himself. Yeah, and it's espe- like, especially on the alley one. Let's watch LeBron dance. Let's just like let the kids play. Exactly. And my the like my biggest problem with the whole thing is that like everyone's okay in it because it's LeBron. It's like the whole the whole thing is so twisted because if you had some unathletic like white dad who didn't play in the NBA getting up and running out on the court going crazy after an alley-oop that his son wasn't a part of, they'd probably be escorting him out of the gym. Yeah. And it's probably the type of thing. LeBron would probably, if LeBron sat there and watched that, he'd probably be pissed off. Like, who is this guy? Like, get off my son's court or something. Like, you know what I mean? But, oh, it's LeBron, so let's take a video and put it on it's ESPN. Just, to me, the thing I feel, the views. way I feel about LeBron is I respect him as a player, but I just think that he thinks he's bigger, bigger than, than the, the game, game when the game, the game made him. Right, like, Jordan at the end made of the him. Day. And like, obviously, now we're too far into history to like really remember all this stuff. But like, why was LeBron wearing twenty three when he came in? MJ, like, why did he sign a Nike deal? MJ, like, the guy thinks he's like bigger than basketball now. I love what he's doing with like helping the community the i promise school like he's doing a bunch of good stuff i get it like he's with his wife he's allegedly faithful cool like he's a role model like i'll i'll give you that like he's definitely he's definitely not the worst role model that these oh, kids yeah, for have sure. like so you, for sure. there's a lot to be said for that like he's definitely had a positive impact on the world like more positive than negative i respect him as a man but i can make that decision myself i don't need other people to tell me that or i don't need lebron himself to like go over the top i mean too much to society it's like lebron if you really meant all that like he mean, i i'll give him credit like he's a big part of society like he has a 
very strong influence over people. But if you have to say that, like... He's literally a business yeah. commodity. Like, if he comes into your city, he's boosting the economy, which is crazy that, like, one man no, has that has much power. No, he has crazy reach, crazy influence, but it's just, like, if you have to come out and say, I mean I mean so much to society, it's like, buddy, like... I know, but then the, the other thing, like, where I'll arrogant, defend LeBron, bro. and I don't like to defend LeBron, but I'll defend LeBron. The whole more than an athlete thing and that whole campaign really spurred after someone made... Well, that wasn't... Well, yeah. Th- she shouldn't have been saying what she was no, saying. No, yeah, for sure. That wasn't cool, so I... I I understand why he I don't like the way he did no, no. it. I don't like it. It's the cocky, thing. but I can see why. No, like saying like no, I'm not going to shut up and dribble. I like I'm That's cool all you got to say though. Yeah, you don't say I mean too much to society. Or you say to her just like shut up and re- shut up and uh, <laughs> report or something. <laughs> well, but I mean you can't. But like cuz he's not an asshole. So No, 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 but I mean like she was reporting. Right. I guess in order so to if report you, tell her you can't to, really yeah, shut you up. You can't shut up. But <laughs> but yeah, she she can't be saying that stuff. But at the same time, LeBron's kind of ran with the whole more than an athlete thing a little a little too far, I'd say. But uh, speaking of LeBron, we did the Madden ratings. We talked a little bit about Bron at the AAU game. He's got the highest rating in two K twenty, ninety seven. Hot take: This is going to be LeBron's last year as, as the king well, of the league. He's in tied the 2K with Kawhi. Rating. Right. Um, what do you think about 99 ratings in video games? We didn't talk about it in Madden, and I think I saw something. There have been a couple hundred overall ratings in Madden. There was two guys. One was Deion Sanders. I forget when it was, but like I'm looking at it, it right Madden now. 15. It has no. There was no hundred. Deion Sanders on Ultimate Team. They had like an 100. Oh. All right, I get Ultimate Team's not like yeah. base ratings though, so it's just but, it was um, a special edition. So Steph Curry is a 99, three points. Like I think it's ridiculous. Like I get he's like that in real life like he really is a crazy shooter but if you play that game like sometimes when we used to play 2k you'd be shooting with Steph Curry and then you'd go like 0 for 5 and it's like if this guy's a 99 even if I'm like and it's not like you're completely like messing Theoreti- up his shot theoretically, theoretically he should be splashing I'm obviously this is I understand that this is not how the algorithms work so you don't need to call me out after I say this because I'm prefacing it by saying that I understand but theoretically if you have a 99 Rating at three point shot doesn't that mean that every hundred shots 100. you take yeah. exactly? So I think you what either you got to tilt the scale. So I think that everyone's ratings need to decrease. But then the only problem is you got all these fifteen year twelve year old kids playing the game. They love the ninety nines. Like they eat that yeah. shit up. Like and you don't really want like you don't want you don't want to ruin the video game by, like, making it too realistic. You know what I'm saying? Like, part of a video game is, like, oh, 04 Madden, you're running around with Mike Vick. He's a cheat code. Like, that's fun. Like, those are memories. Like, that's part of video games. But on the same token, you don't want it, like, too overpowered. <coughs> I, I don't I don't even... I don't know how the ratings even, even work or how they should work, but I think... If you're going to have a 99 overall, they can't be going 0 for 5 shooting open threes. That's definitely true. Well, there's like as as silly as it seems to some people, like the people listening understand probably cuz they play video games, but like it does take a certain amount of skill. Like you got to hit the button the right way, right, you know and what the I timing. mean? timing. So it's like if you're completely messing up the timing, obviously you're not going to hit. But if you're, like, this close, it's not a perfect, like, release. But if you get that close and you're 99, you should be hitting the shots. 
And the other thing that doesn't make any sense to me with the whole video game thing is like the difficulty. Like you're on Hall of Fame versus like rookie or mm-hmm. all that. Like how do the do the ratings matter or is it the difficulty that the game's set on that matters? Because you take the same shot in a rookie game and it goes in. You take the same exact shot in a Hall of Fame game and yeah. it doesn't well, go in. Well, that's why video games suck because to make the difficulty go up, they just make like more outrageous. Like the computer just makes more outrageous plays or like in Madden, the computer will just make like crazy interceptions. In 2K, you'll be missing open shots and it's just like... At what point do you think video games have it just an AI where you stop having you stop having a difficulty rating but the computer just judges your skill based on how you're how you're performing? Cuz I would say that's the direction it's trending in. And obviously if it's you if you're playing a user game, then that's out yeah, the but window. I, but the thing I feel like too is is it's shifting from more of like solo and single modes to multiplayer modes where you're playing against somebody else, you know what I mean? Which is, yeah, it's phasing the computer out. But anyways, let's wrap it up with the 2K ratings here. I'm going to go down the list from the top 20 players. They're saying the, the biggest snub not in the top 20 is Bradley Beal, but technically he is in the top 20 because he's an 88 rating, and the 20th highest ranked player is also an 88. But, like, 2K did a big release where they named the top 10, and then, like, they named the bottom 10, like, the next 10. Bradley Beal didn't get in there. Washington, like, was writing news articles about it. Everyone's pissed off. About what? Bradley Bra- Beal? Bradley Beal getting snubbed in 2K. You got there's, br- there's only one 90 over, or one uh, two guard in the 90s. It's Jimmy Hodd. And and that was what I'm going to get to that. So we're going to go down the list here. Braun and Kawhi, 97. Braun got the number one spot there. Like I said, it's going to be his last year. Heard it here first. You can think whatever you want to think, but LeBron's regressing. Giannis, Harden, KD at ninety six. So that rounds out your top five. I don't. I don't think Steph. I don't think Steph belongs uh, in the same same stratosphere as Giannis and Harden. You mean? I, I think Kevin Steph should Durant. be. We're not talking Steph. Uh, oh, I thought. Oh, Steph's the ninety five. I yeah. thought you said he was ninety six. Yeah, no. So that makes sense to me then. If Steph's like a little tier mm-hmm. below those three, that's exactly how I would have played it. AD at 94. Steph's a 95, by the way. Didn't yeah, Steph's, ni- Steph's a 95. I- I'd almost... I'd give AD the 95, too. I don't know. Because when I look at that, you're basically saying you'd rather have Steph than AD. I'd, I'd say they're both on the same level. Paul George at a 93. Here's the one I love. Dame Lillard yep. at a 92. Yep. That guy's been getting snubbed his entire life. You love to see him crack the 90s Dame's in 2K. Love seeing him with the higher rank than Kyrie. Oh, love all sure. of it. Love all of it. And beat at ninety-one. It does show you though how the league's trending. You only got two bigs in the in the top ten. Yeah, it, it's, it's definitely turning into a small league. And beat at a ninety-one. I respect that. His injury rating should be really high, really right. low, whatever. It's a type of thing. If More I'm starting injuries, a franchise but... with Embiid, he better be getting hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'll skill-wise, he's a ninety-one when he's healthy. Kyrie, 91. Hate him, but you got to give it to him. Well, it's weird looking at this now because it's this league's trending towards positionless basketball, basically. So it's just weird to see that they still sort him by position. By, you know right. what I mean? Jokic, Jokic at a 90? I don't know how I, how I feel about that. I mean, that's definitely because Denver ran the West last year in the regular season, had a big year. There's really not a lot of... Not, like, and he... he 
he he'll give you a triple double. Like he's good. I, I'll give Jokic the ninety. I don't like it. I don't like giving him the ninety, but I'll I'll sign off on it. Then you got the last ninety rank, Russ Westbrook. I think he uh I think he dropped a couple uh ticks off last two K if I'm not mistaken. What do you what do you think about Russ at at a ninety? I mean I feel like to be honest he should be a little bit higher. I think he's a beast. Like he's just not. Yeah, because it's he's one, one of those, those guys it's that's like, talented, but he's ex- not going to win. We're talking about it with the not Madden thing. He has yeah. like the ratings, but he just doesn't play the right way. So I, I could have, I could have had him up around like if Dame's a ninety-two, I could have yeah. put Russ in that category. I was gonna say like ninety-two, ninety-three. Yeah. To be honest, but I still, dude, Dame. Dame's gonna go up this year too. He's gonna finish higher. I'm telling you, that guy's gonna win a ring someday. I hopefully, hope, I hope, hopefully. Like, if there's one guy who's not a Boston Celtic, obviously I root for yeah. the Celtics every year. But if there's one guy in this league who's not a Celtic that I want winning a ring, it's Damian. Hundred percent. He's staying loyal to his city. Like, He's, he wants to bring a ring to Portland. And where where's he from? Oakland. Probably yeah, somewhere in California. Yeah, so he's like still kind of around his hometown. Not really, but next next one on the list, eighty nine overall. I think this is a snub. I think he's got to be in the nineties. Clay Thompson. Like yeah, you said, he should be in the 90s. They don't, if you're only going to have one two guard in the 90s, it's got to be Harden, but he's from Oakland, yeah. You got to have you got to have more than more than a two, one two guard up yeah. in the 90s. Bradley Beal should be in the 90s too, for sure. And if Kyrie Irving's getting a 91, like I I think Klay Thompson deserves at least a 90. Donovan Mitchell and Jimmy Butler both at 88s. I don't know how I feel about that. <sighs> I like Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, no, I do too. Jimmy Butler. It's weird because I feel like he's one of those guys that like almost isn't as talented yeah. as his numbers show. He just kind of grinds. But he's good. He is good. He's good, and like he's the only reason that Sixers team was even yeah. like where it was last year. I think Simmons and Embiid are show be, artists. Who did um? Who's their big now? Who the the Heat? The Heat. Yeah, Jimmy's on the Heat. Is it Hassan Whiteside? They traded him. Um, Bam Abadayo or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, that must be, yeah. But he Jimmy Butler, he um, he's going to be at the range of this Bam's, team. Like. Bam's going down to the USA camp, so hopefully that'll, hopefully, bam, bam. hopefully he's decent because, I mean, it's always more fun when Miami's, like, decent. Yeah, they got Bam, Jimmy, Gorin. Udonis Haslam is still listed on this roster. I don't like Tyler Hero. I don't like that team at all. Derek Jones Jr., Myers Leonard, Kelly O. Yeah, but De- dude, Deion Waiters is nice. Justice Winslow. I love Deion Waiters. But, like, dude, Jimmy Butler's going to have to carry this team. We'll see how he does. He He's a guy built to carry teams. Yeah. I'll give him that. Like, he's one of those guys you, like, you love and you hate at the same time. I don't know. Cause it's just he's so cocky, but he backs it up. So you got to respect it. Tatum comes in at a 95. Or 85, excuse me. I was going to say, 90, 95, 95, I was going to say. 85. Tatum in an 85, uh, I think it could be a little higher, but I also think that's a fair rating for now. I think it'll probably increase as yeah, the season like goes an 88, on. But. I think he'll be at an 88 probably midseason. Where's Gordon Hayward on that list? I don't know. He's a, probably listed as a what, small forward. That's someone I'm interested to see. I'd say he's low 80s. Yeah, he's an 80. Ah, that's too low for me, though. 
talking about a guy who is averaging over like 20 a game a couple 80 years and, ago. Uh, 19. Yeah, but he hasn't got back to that level. He was high 80s when he was balling in Utah. I think he was like an 88 or an 86 or something. But still, I'm, I feel like an 80 is too low for Gordon Hayward. But maybe that's just because he I, he's I, gotta get back. I do root for Gordon Hayward. Yeah. So well, we I need have a little him. bit of we a need bias him this there. Year. We need him. Chris Stops at an 88. I want my boy in the 90s. All right, guys. Anyways, a lot of video game talk this week. Um, kind of boring stuff. Real sports are coming back soon, though. Yeah. When we want to get to the Sox, but time uh, time permitting, we're not going to get to it. But Sox are going to go on a run. We did, in a previous recording, say Vonnie's uh, value bet is the Sox to win the World Series. They were at plus 2,800 last time we checked. So one Benjamin gets you 28 back. And lastly, guys, get the Instagram page to 100 followers. We got big, big news. news. We got big news. Big news. And um, There's fake news out there. There's kind of news. There's big news. The only people bringing you big news are the two guys with one mic. Big news. And, uh, yeah, so we'll see you next Monday. It'll be a lot more a lot more entertaining next Monday. We got a good story from Thursday night that we're saving. Yep. So um, stay golden. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you next week. Shut up and sit down. Oh yeah, and uh, P.S. Just had to put this on the air, uh, trying to avoid a lawsuit here. Shout out to Ben Sound for the uh, the tunes on the intro and the outro. Specifically said on the website to uh, give them a shout out, or else uh, they might be chasing us down for some money that we don't have. So shout out to them. <laughs>